My name is Dwayne Default, and welcome to Selling SaaS, a daily podcast that's built to get you quick hits of the best advice from the top experts for go-to-market strategies, sales, and product-led growth. The goal of this podcast is to help you learn more, get better, and execute in 10 minutes or less. Now let's get into today's episode. I remember being you know, in the office with a team and the world just started shutting down. It was like, all of a sudden you had to figure out how are we going to send everyone home? Like, how, how are we going to make the transition? Like, fo- like simple things like phones. Like you can go from, we were in an in-office situation, everyone was local, but it was, it was like the basic things. Like, how do we move someone's entire computer situation over to their house and then do it effectively? And everyone's working the same and everyone all, and you know, internet capabilities. And then it was, it was insane. And then two to three weeks, it was like me, the CEO, and like this one engineer were sitting in the office and just that one engineer started sneezing. <laughs> and that was it. The CEO was like, nope, everyone's home. We're going to figure it out. It was, uh, it was crazy because I was in the middle of like remodeling part of my house. It was a, I had, I have four kids. It was like, it's a three, two. It was meant to be like an, we're going to put an addition on. And then of course, like construction loans disappeared. And so I had to figure it out. And so I ended up like framing a little six by eight room in my garage. And I was there for almost two years because of it but it's just crazy to see all the transitions that you and and you guys were able to stomach no revenue for like how long did you guys go before you got revenue like what was that time frame so basically there was and it wasn't zero but it was really close to zero until q4 of 20 <laughs> <laughs> wow so it was like you know it, it wasn't great i sort of feel like we lost a year in startup years you know um because of that but, uh, but yeah, this has not been a conventional ramp in any sense of the word. What did you learn during that time though? If you think about it, you lose a year, but it's like, if you look at that cliche saying, it's like, there's no saying it's failure, it's learning, right? It's you only fail when you don't apply the learning, but like, what did you learn during that time period that you wouldn't give up? So number one, it was the time to build rapport with you know, our, our business is twofold, right? We have businesses and then we have consumers who are the candidates that are upskilling or looking for jobs or whatever it is that they're doing. And so it gave us an opportunity to really stand out as like a shining light in a hard time to those people. And so it really helped build our brand and build community during that time, figure out, you know, what people were thinking and how they approach things. But the bigger thing I think is, especially now, given that economic climate, seeing how it can change. And I don't think COVID was typical in any sense. And I don't think what's going on now is going to mirror what happened in COVID by any stretch. But you went from a moment where, and I know you experienced this too, you're sitting in your office and you're looking out the window and there's no one in the parking lot, (laughs) right? You went from that moment to (laughs) some number of months later and like the parking lot's full, right? And so the world can change quickly and just watching the behaviors of what happens and how people, I think how companies, especially they made those cuts, you know, and we're predicting like, Hey, it's going to be like this for two years and no one's going to hire, no one's going to do anything, whatever. And that's not what happened. Right. And so I think that's the biggest learning from it all is just that you can listen to really smart people and some people are going to get it right. And some people are going to get it wrong. And we just don't know exactly what's going to happen. How do you listen to that though? Like where, like, what do you do 
it doesn't matter if you're a founder, I mean, because everyone hears advice, right? It's like, but like, what do you do as the individual who's receiving that advice? I mean, I think it depends what's in your power to do, to change your circumstance, how much uncertainty you can stomach and what the consequences of that uncertainty are. So for me, I remember very specifically hearing warnings about COVID before it happened and just ignoring it. You know, like, oh, yeah, everybody's so sensational about everything. And of course, it ended up becoming really real. And I'm like, wow, I'm just totally humbling myself in this experience because I downplayed it all. And so, you know, I think this time around, I started to hear those things. And so, you know, took action early in terms of trying to plan around it. But, you know, even for this stretch with everything that's going on, you know, I kind of figured, hey, this is going to be painful for a few months, but it's actually much bigger. One of the things that I always come back to when I'm coaching founders or other sales managers or anything like that is like, how do we um, cushion the fall from uncertainty? Like, what do we fall back on? And the saying that I, I probably say too often is like, you're always preparing but the difference is if you're preparing to win, because if you're not preparing to win, you're preparing to lose. And like, it's always, how are you getting better? Where, what is your level of skill acquisition? Like, where are you learning right now? And on often I, I work with a lot of sales managers and a lot of times they're not doing anything to learn. I'm like, well, how are you learning how to, you know, better your team in situations like this? Like, okay, does your team know how to talk to a CFO? Right. Cause now everything's like, Oh, CFOs in the sales conversation. They've always been in the sales conversation. You just, just maybe not as early. <laughs> They're the ones still approving things on the back end. It's just, and so with uncertainty, you know, was that kind of a mentality you had, maybe not during that stretch where there was no revenue, but then coming out of that, right? Like you just kind of had PTSD from no revenue as a startup and trying to, you know, keep the troops aligned and have that leadership mentality, like going through the next phase of that. Like, what was that a drum that you beat? Were, were you saying like, hey, we're a skill acquisition company, we need to be the example, or was there a different story you were telling yourself and the team? I think I think we're absolutely telling that story and focusing on controlling what we can control and also learning as much as we can. One of the things for me as a founder and being a repeat founder, the early days are a lot about tests and learning. And so like, I would just tell the team like, hey, I'm if I'm asking you a million questions, it's because I'm collecting data, I'm not grilling you about your job right? Or questioning whether or not you're good at your job or you're doing your job. It's really that I need to understand every angle of this because we may go and refine it and find our sweet spot and then go harder there. And that's all part of the process, right? And so um, so I think that was all true. In our case, it was very difficult because 2020 was what it was. Then 21, everybody was hiring and just this crazy market. And so you know, we were bursting at the seams and we had to kind of navigate through all of that kind of stuff and try and catch up, even though we were still, you know, investing ahead, so to speak, because we didn't go curl up in a ball like a lot of people did in 2020. But it was quite crazy. And um, yeah, I've seen a lot of things in this time. And then watching 22, which it was still sharp up until, you know, mid Q2 when it started to turn. And so just this I don't know about you. I, I haven't seen this kind of ping-ponging uh, in the economy um, in my lifetime. Certainly, there's corrections. There's different things that happen. But the combination of 20, then 21, then back in 22, like, never seen it. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Selling SaaS Podcast. And if you got value from today, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget, we'll be here for you tomorrow so you can learn, grow, and execute in 10 minutes or less. Thank you.